0: Time now for Rocky Jordan. Not far from the mosque Sultan Hassan in Cairo stands the Café Tambourine run by Rocky Jordan. The Café Tambourine, crowded with forgotten men alive with the babble of many languages. For this is Cairo, where modern adventure and intrigue unfold against a backdrop of antiquity. Tonight's story, Portrait of Rocky.
1: It was the stifling sort of night when you expect people to stay at home and out of trouble. Later on, it got a lot hotter. I wasn't exactly done in oil, but I was plenty burned up. The night air out of the desert was thick and depressing, and the windmill fan and the tambourine made it even worse. At 11 o'clock, I sent the help home, figuring to close up early. The only trouble was a couple of customers. One was over in a corner nursing some cognac, a big shaggy specimen, dark eyes, gray showing in his beard. Might have been American once. The other one was easier. He hung on to the bar and let you know about himself. Ah. Yeah, I tell you, right to Monty, i signed it to his nose. Oh, I get the idea. You and Montgomery like that, huh? Yeah, just let me tell you a week before Tobrick what I'm saying. I'm standing in the tanks. How about finishing it off, huh? Closing time. Oh, wait a minute, Governor. I haven't told you. Hey. Hey, now. Catch an full of that look, would you? Oh, the beard over there? Staring at me is... Why does he get off staring at me like that? Oh, take it easy. It's me he's looking at. You, me, what's the difference? He does it every night. Why does he get off fast? Hey, put down that bottle. A man's got a right to his privacy, ain't he? Let go I machine. said take it easy. I'll teach him. I'll move both his eyes for you. All him. right, Orsie, you ask for it. Let you, me. Out you go. Come God, on. I'll wipe the floor with you two. Every right, night, Orsie. Pleasant dreams. Don't bother to come back until your tank's empty. Don't worry, Governor. I ain't paid for the last couple of drinks, Remember? Watch Matilda, watch Matilda. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> what's so funny all of it anger drink man yeah well you're next you know i'm closing do you mind
2: ambition is funny too hatred well sort of and love <laughs> that's the most humorous of all
1: Look, philosopher. Sit down,
2: sit down, Jordan. Have a nightcap with me. Thanks. I'm having a cold shower alone. Just a friendly little cognac. You know, friendship isn't so funny.
1: Look, pal, what's it all about? Who is he? The Australian? Yes. You heard him, a buddy of Montgomery's. Tell me, Jordan. I told you, I don't know. No, you don't, do you? Now, let me lock up, huh?
2: Jordan, would you like to make ten pounds? That's all I have. How? Find out about him. Uh Uh-uh. Please, Jordan, I need your help. I must find out. You tell me why? I wish I could tell you, Mr. Jordan.
1: It's just a... a feeling. That man... I don't know. Then skip it. Doesn't make sense anyway. The guy's been in here once, and you've been in three or four times. Only every night you stare at me. Oh, that. You have a face, that's all. Don't most people? Most
2: people only have license plates here i'll show you pencil you know there's something in your
1: eyes that belongs to you one ear's a little
2: larger that's
1: it you're an artist huh you draw pictures of everybody you meet a mouth that's for chewing instead of
2: advertising yes yes i'm an artist jeffrey james jeffrey not jesse
1: You've never heard of me, have you? Well, don't let it worry you. Renoir, Michelangelo and Rembrandt, that's all I know.
2: Here, here, keep it. A souvenir. Ah,
1: it's not bad. You sure you won't reconsider
2: about checking on the Australian? I don't like trouble unless I know what it is. Yeah. You're smarter than I thought you were, Jordan.
1: Thanks for the picture, Mr. James. Yes, good night. Well, he hunched his shoulders and shuffled out the door. I watched him until his dirty white suit rounded the mosque at the corner of Benghazi. The street was empty, except for the night. Then I heard a motor start across the alley. Against the low yellow moon, I could see it moving. It was one of those army surplus jeeps that are all over the world. It kept its lights off, and it slowly rounded the same corner, tailing Jeffrey James. Exactly one minute later, before I'd barely started to get the place cleaned up for the night... I heard something
2: else.
1: Hey! Hey, Australia.
2: Ah, where, where,
1: where? Still open for business, eh, Governor? Uh, Come in here, will you? I want to talk. Ain't that a coincidence now? There was something I forgot to say myself. This loop! Well, it figured I made my mistake when I thought he was drunk. He wasn't. Neither were his brass knuckles. I came floating back to life maybe half an hour later. I was alone on the floor. The door was open and all the bugs in Egypt were holding a filibuster around the bar light. Everything else seemed to be okay, nothing was missing. Cash register was still full. I still had my wallet. Yeah, nothing was missing except one thing. That pencil sketch the artist had drawn. The pencil sketch of me. I'd been rolled before for a wallet or a wristwatch, but never so someone could steal a pencil sketch of me by some down-and-out artist. But I never did like getting rolled, no matter what the reason. Well, I finally got my cold shower and tried for some sleep. I was awakened way too early by someone banging on the front door of the tambourine. It was Captain Sam Sabaya, Cairo police. Good morning, Jordan. Sam, I'm not entertaining. What's the idea? This a small matter. Well, let's save it till later. One moment. A beggar saw a man in your cafe last night. Yeah. <sighs> that unusual? An Australian, talking to you at the bar. Sure, name's Bertie. Short, shifty eyes, seersucker suit. What? Your memory's rather sharp, Jordan. It ought to be. Got a little noisy. I threw him out, and a few minutes later he came back with some brass knuckles. I took the count. And you did not notify the police? You want me to call you every time somebody gets rough in my cafe? Jordan, this is more serious than you think. The man you called Bertie was just found back of the tambourine. He's dead. What'd you find on him, Sam? Very little. Why? Did he take something from you last night? Uh, No money. Only a picture. What kind of a picture? pencil sketch of me. Uh, (laughs) Of you, Jordan? Are you suggesting that a picture of you is motivation for murder? All I'm saying is he knocked me out, took it from me, and it's gone now. Well, perhaps when this Bertie sobered up and got another look at your picture... Okay, have your laugh, Sam. But think about it. I have much more important things to occupy my mind. Come on, Jordan. We had a look at Bertie. That didn't help my morning any. Sam kept asking the same questions, but always kept leading back to the missing pencil sketch of me. So when Sam left, I decided to dig a little. The artist, Jeffrey James, figured to be information please, so I tried to run him down. A couple of art stores knew nothing about him, so I put in a phone call to somebody named Tuga Bay, Egyptian art critic on one of the newspapers. Yes, this is Tuga Bey. I'm uh, trying to locate a guy named Jeffrey James. He's a... Uh... Jeffrey James. I'm afraid I do not know. Uh, he's an artist. Oh, that James. An, an artist, you say. <laughs> bah, bad. No style. Uh, look, I'll read about it in your column. All I want to know is where he lives. Well, he used to have a studio at number 16, Street of Many Moses, but I don't know... Thanks. I didn't have any trouble finding it. It was down a dusty, narrow street full of flies and herb smells and peddlers. And up some outside steps to the top floor of number 16, Street of Many Moses... A peddler was doing a sales job and a very sleek young lady standing in the doorway. Madame, wait, do not shut the door. I have the samples, many samples. Please, no, no, go Brushes, away. postcards, neckties, snake balls. Take your foot out of the door. Sample for every human need. Oh, Effendi, for you too, a man, I sell something. No, I'm not buying. Brushes I got. Oh, careful, my, my foot is still there. You heard the lady, brush. Effendi. Go on, imp she, beat it. Oh, but Effendi, if you would But look, sample. <sighs> Thank you, sir. Uh, skip it.
3: Now, now you go away too, please. I want to come in. No, please, no.
1: I'm looking for Mister James. So? I'm Rocky Jordan. I'd like to see him. Oh,
3: but but your name means nothing to me, Mister James is not here. Where is he? And, and the studio is so dirty. It's so poor. Well, that's isn't...
1: all right. He told me he wasn't selling like Renoir. He, he said what? Oh, never mind.
3: Oh, wait. You know. We're... Wait. I must cover the paintings.
1: What's uh, what's the matter with him?
3: Only that. They're of me. You're his model? Yes. Oh. This morning, I I came to work on time, but how do I know I can trust you?
1: Well, you don't, but uh, he says I got a nice face.
3: Yes, I can see that for myself.
1: Come on, tell me. What is it?
3: This morning, I found a note. I, I have it here.
1: Jeannie, I'll not need you this morning. I may never need you again. Stay here. You'll hear from me once more. Well?
3: His bed wasn't slept in. Uh,
1: what do you know about him?
3: I've been modeling for Mr. James for almost a year, but I know so little about him. he He's such a strange man, so, so alone, so tragic.
1: Yeah, he thinks he's a failure, but he's got some friends, some enemies, something. No,
3: no, there's just me. I, I'm like a daughter to him. Uh,
1: a guy in a Jeep and an Australian. You ever seen them?
3: Why, no, I don't think so.
1: Uh, okay, then I'll call the police.
3: <gasps> the police, no.
1: Why not? Well,
3: if if something's wrong, don't you understand? It, It would only be worse for him.
1: I see, all right. I see nothing.
3: Please, please, for my sake, have faith in him. I just need you to help, Rocky.
1: Well, what's your suggestion?
3: Wait with me, please. It's only hot outside. You could draw the blinds to the window, and it's cool here. I'm not so bad to wait with, am I?
1: Some other time, sister. I'll see you later. Hey, hey, you toothbrush. Get away, Effendi. Get away. Keyhole boy, huh? (laughs) Yes. Look at what you are looking at. The rod. Artillery. Pistol of her. Listen, brush boy. Brushes? Oh, a disguise, Effendi. Now we are amusing before she sees us. Okay, okay. Quit shoving. Uh, Hurry, please. This way. This way, Effendi. This way for a little ride with me. Oh, so that's it. You drive a jeep. All the modern appliances, Effendi. Uh, In, please. In. Where are we going? You do not ask questions. This is a caper. You know all the words, don't you? Hmm. On the Shortswave radio, I am listening to Sam Spade. I know myself. So beware. Now I heard everything. Uh, Permit me to present myself. Ali Ben Seamus. Seamus? Egypt must have her national character, Seamus. I am calling myself the private eye of the desert. All right, what's it all about? Why have you been following me? Well, if you please, uh, tail and plant. Last night you were following the artist, James. Why? Oh, but uh, I lost him. Uh, That is why I follow you. So you don't know where he is? Uh, No, Effendi. Some lessons I have not learned so well yet. Uh, You're not good at a lot of things. All I am trying to do is to, to raise business. I find a caper, I get myself a commission. Doing what? Well, that is the only thing I do not know. Look, Buster, spit out the sand. Who hired you? Where are you taking me? Uh, Your name is Jordan Effendi, and I think maybe you will hire me. Eh, I already got a dishwasher. No jokes, please. We are going into the Royal Galleries, room 12, left wall. You will hire me. Now, uh, out, please. Sure. Well, somebody else is here, too. Look behind you. (laughs) Look behind you. Even Sam Spade is not falling for that one. Have it your own way, but I happen to recognize Captain Sabaya of the Cairo police. Uh, 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 Goodbye, Hey. Well, Jordan, who is your hasty friend? Oh, he's a nut, Sam. If you want to crack him, you better get going. I have done enough chasing for a hot day. The one I want is you. Me? Why? A few more routine questions. Okay, just stay with me. Come on. Jordan, where are you going? Into the Royal Galleries to get you some answers. I grabbed Sam's arm and pulled him into the Royal Galleries. It was all crazy, but I had to take a look at what had been in the Seamus' mind. He'd said, room 12, left wall. I found it all right. It wasn't the same sketch Jeffrey James had drawn last night. This one was fancier, but it had the same lines, the same style... Underneath, a little bronze plate said, Portrait of a Gentleman, original sketch by Renoir, worth 5,000 pounds. Only I knew better. Why? Because it was a picture of me, Rocky Jordan.
0: You are listening to Portrait of Rocky. Tonight's adventure with Rocky Jordan. Today we salute San Francisco's CBS station on the occasion of the change of the call letters from KQW to KCBS. For the best entertainment on the air, for the nation's favorite personalities, remember it is now KCBS at 740 on the radio dial in San Francisco and the Bay Area. Now we return you to Cairo, and tonight's adventure with Rocky Jordan, Portrait of Rocky.
1: Well, there I was, framed very nicely in the art gallery. A pencil sketch of me valued at a few thousand pounds, done by Renoir. Well, somebody had themselves a deal selling phony pictures by old art masters and collecting a fancy buck for them. But who? The artist who drew them? The Australian who stole the sketch from me and ended up dead? The model or Ali Ben Seamus? There are a lot of people in the play, but as we stood there in front of the picture in the gallery, Sam Sabaya kept looking at me because he was interested in finding a murderer. Mm, Yes, Jordan, it it might be you. There, There is a certain resemblance. I tell you, it is me. If you could see that fast sketch James did of me last but night... But art is not one of my specialties, Jordan. Murder is. Now, who killed the Australian? Oh, how should I know? How should anyone else know? <sighs> I, I will search for the others you speak of, but I would not want to lose you, Jordan. Look, Sam, look here at the nose. The ears, One's bigger, see? What are you trying to prove, Jordan? That this artist you wanted to help is some kind of a forger, a crook? That's the hard part. Well, anyway, Jordan, it is not likely the Royal Gallery would accept a fraud, is it? This uh, Renoir is on loan from Mrs. Baldwin Wentworth. She's very important, very skillful, very rich. Okay, I'll see her myself. Why, Jordan, I am the police. Don't you understand? It's my face. She can look at my face. (laughs) Yes, your face. The police can hardly protect her from that. Mrs. Baldwin Wentworth lived in a private pyramid with a view of the Nile. She was maybe ten years older than she tried to look. When I got there, she was pouring tea for a a slob in a fez. It was Tuga Bay, the art critic I talked to on the phone that morning. Yes, yes, we talked on the telephone, didn't we? You were looking for that fellow James. Dreadful sense of color.
4: James? James? Never heard of him. Who is he? Uh, Sugar and milk, Mr. Jordan?
1: Thanks, I'd like a slice of lemon. May I ask why it was you wished to find him?
4: Really, I don't particularly care who he is. You needn't bother telling me. Oh, it's frightfully hot.
1: I uh, wanted him to paint me a mural, Mr. Bay, that's all.
4: Oh, yes, yes, of course, that's it. A restaurateur, you say you are.
1: I own a place.
4: Oh, people eat so much, don't they? But it would be nice, wouldn't it? One of those lovely panoramic things over your bar, I suppose. With simply acres of female flesh. Bad for the digestion, though, I should think.
1: Uh, Mrs. Wentworth, about your Renoir... You were saying you bought it here in Cairo just a day or two ago.
4: Did I? Oh, but of course I must have.
1: How much did you pay for it?
4: Oh, um, oh, blast, how should I know? What's it, five pounds?
1: That's what Uh, I printed in my article.
4: There you are, young man. Newspapers never lie. Isn't it
1: just possible that your Renoir isn't real? That you threw away over $20,000 on a phony?
4: a ridiculous notion. I'm an expert, Mr. Jordan, and to here. He's frightfully keen.
1: The picture is perfectly genuine, defined of the season. Mrs. Wentworth, take a look at me. Oh? You've studied the drawing. It could be my photograph. What? It's me. Look at me. Don't you see it in my face?
4: Really, young man, all I can see in your face is my desire to be 25 years younger. <laughs> there, now. That's the nicest thing I've said all day.
1: Thank you, Mrs. Wentworth. I wish you were. Goodbye.
0: Oh, Jordan.
1: Jordan, wait a moment. Yes, Mr. Bay? Um, about that picture... What about it? You said it was genuine. And I am certain it is. I have staked my reputation as a critic on the authenticity of that Renoir. And we haven't anything to talk about. No way, Jordan. You interest me. Tell me, does Jeffrey James have any connection with this uh, this impossible theory of yours? Nothing much, except that he drew my picture and sold it to Mrs. Wentworth for 5,000 pounds. That is preposterous. Is it? Why don't you ask Jeffrey James? I most certainly shall. And immediately, Jordan. Touga Bay moved out fast. And next I went looking for the agent who'd sold the Renoir. Only he'd taken off the day before to visit the Louvre in Paris. I got around, talked to a lot of people, but they all thought I was nuts. And an hour later, I began to think so myself. I headed back for the tambourine about sunset. It was just crossing the street in front of my place when a little jeep whirled around the corner, and I jumped for the curb. Oh, Effendi Jordan, I find you. Ali, yeah, the Seamus. Where you been? Well, that I have come to tell you. I am convinced the life of a private eye is a bomb racket. I'd come off the spade routine, Ali. I'm not buying. Oh, but this you should know, Effendi. There is a murdered man... I discovered him a short time ago lying in an alley back of the street of Many Moses. You discovered who? The art critic, Tugabé. Tugabé is dead? Yes, Effendi. He had been shot only a short time. Come on, let's go. Where, Effendi? Back to Tugabé. Now start it up, Ali. As you wish, Effendi. Now, uh, suppose you start at the beginning and tell me everything you know. But there is nothing you do not know yourself. You're avoiding the police too much, Ali. Why? Oh, please, you are touching a sore point, Mr. Jordan. All right, let's have it. Even in Cairo, the eye must be legit. No license? Natural intelligence, they admit I have. Uh, But I am handicapped. How so? Mirror vision. Say that again. Oh, please, it is not good for my ego. The world I see backwards. Only a few people are so afflicted with mirror vision, and I am one. Yeah Something's beginning to add up What did you say, Effendi? You're the only one who looked at the Renoir and said it was me That is true Nobody else could see the resemblance Because that drawing is wrong side too Like I see myself when I shave every day Like the guy who drew it Uh, Like he what, Effendi? Jeffrey James sat in my tambourine night after night Staring at me in a bar mirror That is it? He studies you? He is making a sketch? He sells it as a master for big money? He made another for me in the tambourine, freehand. Oh, yes. Evidence against him. A mistake. So when it falls into the hands of the Australian, James must kill him. No, I don't need a diagram. I put Tuga Bay on the artist's trail today. James had to kill him, too. Ah, so, Effendi Jordan, we have got our man. Ali Ben Seamus parked his jeep a couple of blocks from where he discovered the body of Tuga Bay. A crowd of natives was milling around the spot, so we knew the police were there, too. I didn't want to talk to them just yet, not till I paid Jeffrey James a visit. So I headed on foot for his studio, and the eye of the desert flapped along behind like a boy scout on his first snipe hunt. It was dark by now, and the street of many Moses didn't look quite so shabby. We groped up the rickety steps, and Jeannie answered my nod.
3: Mr. Jordan, what do you want?
1: A word with your artist friend, Jeffrey James.
3: But I told you, he's gone. I still haven't heard from him. I'm so worried. Why? Well, so many strange things are happening.
1: Yeah, like the murder of Tugabé.
3: Mr. Jordan, no. No. What are you doing? Getting a look
1: at these pictures you covered up this morning. Please, I... I, Yeah, have a look, Ollie. They're not all pictures of Jeannie. Renoir's, Monet's, Gauguin's, all phonies by Jeffrey James. Right, Jeannie?
3: Why... Yes, but but what does it matter?
1: It adds up, Effendi. Now we know this girl is covering up for the artist. You're right, Ali.
3: I don't understand. What is this all about?
1: It's simple, Jeannie. Your boss has been playing people like Mrs. Wentworth for suckers, selling his own stuff as originals of masters, then killing when anybody got in his way.
3: Oh, no, this can't be. Jeffrey's like a father. He couldn't harm anyone.
1: Yeah. Where is he, Jeannie?
3: I don't know. Now, please go.
1: Let them stay, Jeannie.
2: Jeffrey. It is the artist. Watch him, Mr. Jordan. Calm yourself, my boy. It's as Jeannie says, I would harm no
1: one. We've got a different idea, James. Yes, I know. I heard everything. You've made a great mistake, Mr. Jordan. yeah? Like spotting these masterpieces as phonies you drew yourself? Is that a mistake? Not at
2: all. For many years I've known that I wasn't a creator. So what better could I do than imitate the work of great artists?
1: Sure. Then sell them as originals. Mr. Jordan, do you
2: think I would represent my feeble efforts as the work of masters?
1: There's a picture hanging in the Royal Gallery, says you would. One moment. Let me show you something. What is this, FND? Just watch him, Molly.
2: We'll move this Renoir over under the light. Now, with my mat knife, I will scrape off the name of Renoir. Now, step over here, Mr. Jordan. Read what is underneath.
1: Imitation of Renoir? By Jeffrey James, 1947. Now
2: you realize I couldn't possibly have represented the sketch as anything but my own.
1: Ah, you're clear, Jeffrey. Sorry I didn't get it right the first time. So, Mr. Jordan, why don't we forget this whole affair? That's not so easy. Somebody sold that picture hanging in the Royal Galleries as a genuine article, and two people were killed because of it. The police want to know why.
2: Are the police necessary?
1: Yeah. Very well,
2: Mr. Jordan... Let us go to them. I will confess to the murders. Jeffrey, what are you saying? Quiet, Jeannie, my dear. It's the best way. So, Effendi, Uh, Geoffrey James is the killer. We
1: have apprehended him. No, Ollie, but you'll get your badge. We have the killer. Please, Mr. Jordan, let's say no more. The cover-up's the other way around, isn't it, Mr. James? If you look in Jeannie's room, I'll bet you'll find the 5,000 pounds for that picture. Wait. Recently, I've been aware of many things. But for Jeannie's sake... You'd do anything for her, wouldn't you? Even after she's made a sucker out of you. Mr. Jordan... Try it this way. Jeannie knows how you feel about her, so she gets away with plenty. She and Tuga Bay hatch up this idea of selling your imitations as originals. When you start getting wise, they put the Australian on your trail. You learn too much. He was killed. Not by Jeannie. What difference does it make? Then Ollie here scratched around too much. Things begin falling apart. So Jeannie decided to get rid of Tuga Bay and keep all the money for herself. Oh, it's all so easy. You take the blame, Jeffrey. You're the sucker. Please let her go, Mr. Jordan. She and I will go away together. No, Jeffrey. And...
3: Only I will go away.
1: Effendi, she has a gun.
3: Yes, and there are enough bullets to kill all of you.
1: Please, Jeannie, my
3: darling. Shut up. I'll do it quickly. Why do you cringe, Jeffrey?
1: Effendi, Jordan, what do we do now? You're a detective, Ali. You tell me. Oh, yes. Sam Spade, he would think quickly he would move in. Ali, no. So you're the first. She swung around, but he kept coming, and she fired on him point blank. <laughs> that was my chance. Before she could swing back, I had her by the wrist and the gun dropped. Jeannie scratched me up a little, but she knew she was through. And all this time, Jeffrey James stood as though in a stupor. Well, as usual, Sam Sabaya was moving around a couple of steps behind me, and a gunshot brought him quick. Jordan! All right, here's your killer, Sam. She just tried it again. Yeah. Greco, oh. Amud. Take everyone into custody at once. At once, if it... They... Uh, lay off the artist. He's okay. I will get a full statement at headquarters from everyone. Uh, Jordan, who, who who is this? Ali Ben Sheamus. She only creased him. He's coming out of it. Bench, is this the the, the pest who is always hounding me for a detective's license? Yeah. I think he won his color, Sam. Oh, wait. uh, Effendi, I did not do so well. I fear capers are not for me. Uh, Think again, Ollie. I got an idea you'll get your license now. Can it be, Effendi, that I will be a real private eye? How about it, Sam? Hmm? Uh, Oh, uh... Well, Jordan, uh, if, if what you. Uh, perhaps. Oh, so? Now, when the telephone rings, I will say, Ali Ben Seamus, license number 34687. Oh, but uh, now I am tired. Sure. Do you know what your friend Sam Spade would say in a case like this? What, if Effendi? Good night, sweetheart.
0: It's CBS again at this same time next week for another story of adventure and intrigue when we take you back to Cairo in the Café Tambourine run by Rocky Jordan. Jack Moyles plays the title role with tonight's story by Jackson Gillis and edited by Gomer Cool and Larry Roman. Rocky Jordan is produced and directed by Cliff Howell with original music by Richard Arundt. Larry Thor speaking, this is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.